0: Welcome to the No Name Podcast. We're here in Costa Rica having a good old time. So, today um, we spent a lot of time indoors. Well, I went outside this morning. Oh, yeah, he went on a run. In, it work out? in the <laughs> <laughs> no, no. How long your friends stick around? Uh,
1: three
0: camps and one <laughs> <laughs> And then it's they, the they were gone. I uh, man, so. I know how they feel. Yeah. yeah, I've been there. So, uh, today, a lot of structure pieces, a lot of mm-hmm. organization, um... Planning. Planning, a lot of that. But, um... I do believe it was very, um, it was useful. Very useful time. Productive. Productive, yeah. There yeah, we go. It was uh, like seven or eight hours mm-hmm. of,
2: like walking through different um, structure exercises. And- Matrices. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For. mm-hmm. for those of you, uh, matrix, right? Yeah. Matrix is one. <laughs> Matrices is plural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I (laughs) can't (laughs) even say the word, but closed the Stratagem. And it was kinda like
1: drinking from a fire hose. yeah. But he was like on it start and we planned out pretty much a year with him today, just for his local church. Mm -hmm. In
0: six different areas. In six different areas. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mhm. Um, I like constructive pieces. Mhm. Uh,
0: so, Yeah. And so what was interesting to me is to hear him talk about how, you know, he keeps saying in my culture this, right? but we know it's our culture too <laughs> like what he's struggling with like at least the culture that I mm-hmm. grew up in the church culture it's struggling with the same thing that he's mm-hmm. talking about right? right and and trying to break out of that that box of um single leader structure mm-hmm. and teams of people um Pouring into mm-hmm. the church. you look at that, though, Jesus struggled with the exact same thing. You know, the power and the Christian. Yep. And if you were just a normal person, you had, like, no empowerment to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, religious or anything. And Jesus comes along and he just rocks the world and says,
1: so you know, one, we're going to do this together. Two, I'm actually going to give you, know, Matthew, you the power of the like yeah. Holy Spirit to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, go.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: To go to heaven prepare, you know, a place for y'all and I'm gonna give you the spirit to dwell in you to
3: actually live these things out mm-hmm. and start a movement for the kingdom. And so yeah, Jesus is struggling with it. Anytime I think we come up against these struggles, it's a struggle against religion and it's mm-hmm. a struggle against rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, right? So it's what
0: we can do and can't do. Right. Who can right and that's uh, that was one of the things that i that I found really intriguing when talking to Jose and you guys were kind of having a side, side sidebar conversation when me and Jose were talking about this, but um I was talking about that identity piece in your members right and and identifying like who am i because of jesus and so we walk through the who is god what has he done who am i what do i do and that idea that when you do that backwards you're actually living out legalism Mm -hmm. of like i do this so that i'm accepted by god right but from the other direction Mm -hmm. it's like i am who i am because of who Mm -hmm. jesus is Mm -hmm. And I do what I do because of that, and it's actually this this overflow of gratefulness of who He is and what He's done for me, mm-hmm. and like, man, because of how grateful I am for that, like I want to do these things. I want other people to know who Jesus is and what that means for their life. You know, it's not out of obligation or this this uh, you know this command to do it. It's actually because I know what it meant for me. So, therefore, I do that because mm-hmm. it's like, what can you do when you have good news mm-hmm. other than share it, mm-hmm. you know? Like I want to tell everybody, like like you today, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, Andrew had some awesome news. We were all really excited. For a little
2: bit. <laughs> about 30 minutes. <laughs> about 30 minutes. I was a uh, multi <laughs> For about 30 minutes. Yeah. Bummer. I kind
3: of felt like possible, you know, learning
1: to be in all Right. Uh, or
2: poor. I had both of those in thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was, it was an incredible thing. Yeah. So,
1: um, hearing, uh, cryptocurrency today is the day that um if you had
2: anything something you weird happened.
1: Yeah. The something went crazy
2: when I was a multimillionaire for years. <laughs> <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> because exactly. The, the imperative in share the good news is share. <laughs> yeah, so right right. right, right. You know the piece we we're talking about with Jose though, that I can totally relate where, even though he's here, Costa Rican culture, we have North American, United States culture. But when it comes to the church world, that you know, the idea of the expectations either self-imposed, congregationally opposed, met and unmet. You know, that's where that whole struggle comes in, you know, because there's an element to it where when you transition through culture change, you still exist in that system, Um, but you try to, you know, change culture through transcendence. And again, that's where Jesus was. He worked within the Roman culture and was able to transcend even his, uh, Judaic you know Palestinian culture beyond so that even when he was on the cross the the Roman centurion said surely this is the Son of God you know and so there's one of those things and obviously in ministry we're not hoping that people believe that we're the Son of God but we want to point them towards the Son of God yeah. and you know it really is difficult because of you know you have a congregation of 200 people well there's 200 people with their own individual job description for us or for Jose And learning how to navigate that and move away from that through, um, you know, collaborative ministry. Instead of one guy doing all the work, collaborative ministry that's then shared across, you know, the congregation in order to see multiplication and not just, you know, happenstance uh, addition. You know, so I thought it was good, all of that, to be able to talk through and talk to Jose, you know, in and out of being excited over your millions (laughs) Um, it was a good good thing good deal I think that a couple of different times I personally saw like light bulbs going on yeah you know yeah I was just really
0: impressed with you know in in those six areas we said well Andrew said I want you to do one month three months six months 12 months right and um in the one-month section, just one thing, then three things, and six things, and 12, which he didn't actually do that. But he did well. Yeah. Um,
2: but More so than I thought he was going to do.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. In like a matter of, what, 10, 15 minutes, he was done. Yeah, had it all filled. Mm-hmm. He's like, bam, that's what I want to do. <laughs> well, and I think that's the case of a lot of leaders, is they know what they're trying to accomplish. But mm-hmm. What happens is they'll have something <coughs> like Someone will call and say, hey, can you come pray for me? And everything that we do,
3: you know, is kind of like put on the side. Rather than really focusing on equipping people, Mm -hmm. building
1: the teams, and
3: building
1: the culture, and within congregation or or whatever it is, we get so focused on the good things. We talked about Mm this last day.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right.
1: Especially as a single leader, or single, you know, paid
3: leader, in a pandemic, it's really hard to break out of that mm-hmm. because you don't have anyone with the expectation
2: like, hey, help carry the load with me because you're paid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. know that to comp to, to, to compound that we even spoke about within you know traditional Latin culture um, you know his father's the pastor now he's the pastor you know presumably if he had a son his son would be the pastor so on it, it just passes on that way in in his father you know planted the church what pastored the church for 45 years you know 40 40 years essentially and so you've created A strong DNA with the congregation that has always known this style and so now to change that is a complete uh, paradigm shift that not only the the church has to go through but he has to work through as a leader because he's never seen it modeled Mm -hmm. knows what he wants to do and so I think that that's where you have that that uh, you know dichotomy between faith and belief Like you, you believe and you know what I want to do, but then actually putting it into practice, you know, doing like you know orthodoxy, orthopraxy type of a thing, and so, it's it's a struggle, and I you know uh, pray for him in that in that end that uh, that he, you know, isn't able to be overly distracted because distractions will come, and he'll he'll have to navigate that you know. Taking off the old hat, putting the new hat on, but then sometimes putting the old hat back on and you know, until that cultural shift takes place. Mm-hmm. Um but it's necessary. Well and the other thing is too, you look at a lot of Latin America, and no right. <laughs> <in Latin> America. aside from Roman Catholicism. Right. Mm-hmm. Christian Right. Evangelicalism. Yeah, I
1: mean, it was here before that, but really, you know, that was
3: when it really took
2: the
1: old 50s, mm-hmm. you know, through the early 90s, mm-hmm. and uh, that's, what that's what they're still doing, you
2: know. And so, yeah. Cemented.
0: The, the thing that's incredible is like, you know, Jose and the church, has ta- have, they have taken like huge steps Mm -hmm. in changing a culture and especially in the younger Mm -hmm. generation i mean there's there's a there's a younger group of people that are just man they're 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 in it you know Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. they're they're loving it and so um you see that there is a mm-hmm. there is a, a shift that is that is that is happening, a movement that's happening and people are mm-hmm. coming on board and and uh, the the thing is is like you know you're giving people purpose in in the midst of
2: mm-hmm. because I think they're doing a good job of understanding why they're doing it mm-hmm. instead of just well, we're doing this, you know, and they're being answered why it's important why, And so now that they know why and they've been given the tools how. They're on board. Mm. You know, yeah. it is exciting. I think the lesson, you know, we want to take away from this too
3: is people want to get in the game of play. They don't want to sit on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. They just hear the joke to give Dev Talks mm-hmm. all the And Jose has started to navigate that and done a very good job
2: of engaging people uh in the congregation and getting them in the game. Yeah. And you know, he's talking about all the different leaders he had that can preach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
3: Mhm.
1: You know, and so they're in the game, playing now. It's not
2: theoretical. It's not like, hey, go read by. Mhm. Don't Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. I loved when he said, you know, he rattled off three or four different people, and he said, they're all better than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they do this best. So why am I doing it all the time? And even then, when he switched to be, you know, to talk about the church in Poas, he was like, well, yeah, in two years they won't need me. 'Cause yeah. like he just understands and knows the importance of you know, of empowering, yep. training, leading, discipling, and empowering um, you know. So what important. do we say? What do we say e- equip, empower and encourage? Yep. And yeah. you know? so many leaders want to hold on to that, mm-hmm. they build the structure and then
1: they, they don't want to release it mm-hmm. because
2: it threatens their position. Right. And that empowerment is so important. Because that's what takes it to the next level. Mm-hmm. The, and i think really when you empower people it you know instead of holding on to that position you imp- you let go and you empower people and in and in the result is that they actually esteem you yeah. greater yeah. as a leader <laughs> than if you just held on to the power and did it yourself yeah mhm the
0: the thing that that i see Jose is, is great at allowing people to do like ministry in terms of, of teaching and different things like that. What he's what he's been struggling with, I guess, is is like the pastoral care side of mm-hmm. ministry mm-hmm. in terms of like visiting people and praying for people and those types of things. And he needs to be doing those things, but he also needs the church to be doing those things for mm-hmm. the church, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so we were having that conversation of like, Jose... I know that you feel as though you need to be doing those things. I said, but you have to get to a point where you believe, like, man, I want my church to be doing these things because of the blessings I'm receiving from being able to do them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I actually, by not allowing, or it's not that he's not allowing them to do that. He's just not, I guess, affording the opportunity. I don't know how to explain it, but. Um, just it. Yeah, right. He, yeah. It because, uh, right. Mm-hmm. And so, so you have to get to this point where you're like, I'm actually stealing a blessing from the members of my church by doing it all myself and not allowing them to be a part of that and see God use them in those ways through through prayer and through you know really walking alongside people that are in their community and their life groups and those different things and pointing them to you know the body um, of these individuals that they're supposed to be doing life with, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I know. I don't know what's going on. Oh, El Presidente Life Groups. (laughs) That's
2: what it is. I thought that was your Bitcoin account. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody but me.
0: Right. Yeah. And
1: sometimes, and I'm going to say oftentimes, the one who's doing it just because they're a father of Jesus
3: has a bigger impact when they go visit or pray or serve someone because there is no expectation yeah. that mm-hmm. you're going to come. Out. And I tell you what, that's where like, the power of the gospel is so real because it's in people's lives and it's an overflow of it. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, this is something I think What's that guard against full time ministers in general is we're not doing it out of obligation, mm-hmm. but we're doing it out of the joy. Yeah, know, we talked about that root, 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 root. Mm-hmm. Because it's so important. Because if we do it out of obligation, it doesn't matter, like, how good we do it, it's not really serving the Lord. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and it's not really serving the people. And so we gotta be cautious of that in full time ministers. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there you go. Talking to you. That's right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and even if we're not, we still are. Right. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing. Is You're right. You're robbing people of a blessing and opportunity. Mm-hmm, yeah. We feel obligated to do everything. Else, right? Well, part of it, too, I think, is just to do it on your own. It's easier. It is. Yeah. It is. You know, it's less involved. It's, you know...
3: And he thought about it for a little bit, you know. And he came to the, you know, the lead. Yeah. It's the Ephesians 4 11. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. To equip the saints for the work of ministry. That doesn't excuse us as ministers not
1: to do it, but we equip the people God's us with. And for me, the best way to equip people is to take them along with them. And, you know, just like the
3: kids. Mm hmm.
1: All kinds of things, because that's how you learn. That you go along, you're part of it, you do it, and you get the opportunity to practice with some, you know, the whole model, you know, all that imitation, all that.
0: So, yeah, yeah. We were we were talking about um, this this church that's like four hours away or whatever that wants to come under Mm -hmm. what they call their covering. Right. And, and I was, I was telling him, I said, he said, well, if what they want is training support, like I can do that. I can't pay for the building. I can't, you know, we don't, we don't have the funds to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to do it anyway. Well, you that's know. not
2: an aspect of the ministry. Right. Yeah.
0: And, uh, I was, I was telling him, I said, you know, I said, man, so you give them that support. And I said, but then you can send, you know, you're the model your church is the model you can send a life group over there to go do ministry alongside those people and actually walk with them to help them model mm-hmm. what what has been done here you know and not and I said so when they do that and they catch the mission and vision they're not going to need your funds, if that's what the covering meant, (laughs) they're going to be, they're going to get people that are being a part of that and are giving to it, which is what part of what we talked about today, uh, for right here, you know, Mm -hmm. is that, uh, catching the mission vision, uh, because when we're, when people understand what it is and it's clearly displayed and it's clearly happening, people will give to those things, uh, because God's moving and they want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it doesn't take convincing because you can just already see it. Yeah. But it's uh, sometimes it's hard to get that ball rolling down that down that hill. Right. <laughs> a lot of times it's just clarity. Mm-hmm. We're not real clear on what's going on mm-hmm. or why we're A lot of times there's really just a lot of good things, yeah. but the people just don't know. That was today.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah. Home, right you now, in our own life, mm-hmm. Once again, if you have good news, you share it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you celebrate. You
1: don't make it about yourself. You make it about Jesus because he's the hero of every story and the kingdom. Mm-hmm.
2: And we get to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been um today was a was a lot of uh lot of talking and outlining and stuff but it was it was fun because you got to see um like you said progress that's what Mm -hmm. we started with Mm -hmm. and just uh yeah
2: i just sat there i didn't do a whole lot yeah it did (laughs) yeah seven hours didn't really feel like seven like i'm tired now but but while we were engaged it it was clicking yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so loved it you guys
0: probably all wish you could be here with a couple doctors and see how they do their stuff, but too bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, hey, I was here. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. You were more than just here. Uh, it was, shoot. Yeah. No, it was good. It was a really good day. And, yeah. and you know, I just I love to see the passion that Jose has because yeah.
2: after seven hours, he was ready to do more. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You shut it down and he's like, okay, or we can do more. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, I think we need to quit for today. Okay. Yeah. Unless, unless you want to do more. <laughs> yeah. He was ready, man. Yeah. Like, which is, which is awesome. Like that he
0: has that hunger. He desires to, to grow and to, you know, just continue to move, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's not about him. It's not about you know this kingdom he's building. It really has to do with empowering people to do what what Christ has asked us to do, yeah. and, yep. and so yep. equipping them and empowering them to go out and do it. And uh, his passion's contagious. Yeah, yeah, he yep. gets me excited. Yeah, you know, and it, I mean, it, it was like today he was he was moving uh, he was moving the car or something. I'm like, what well, are you smiling about, Jose? Cause he's just like in there smiling, you know. He's just like, oh, I'm just happy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: But that's that's Jose. So yeah, he kind of seems like, you know, there's no place I'd rather be, but like all the time, <laughs> <laughs> everywhere it doesn't matter where we're at. There's no place he'd rather be. We're get him on a whatnot, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 The- Yep, um, prayer service or prayer celebration. Yep, it's a prayer graduation. service. Graduation's Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Friday. Friday morning for the institute. Yeah, yeah.
0: He is, but he he seriously told me. He said he said he's tried to like clear his calendar for this week to basically just be present with us. You know, he's mm-hmm. like we got a lot of things to talk about, and so he was he was really eating up what we were doing today. You know, that's what he, he wanted to happen. So, um, yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. So yeah, stay tuned tomorrow. Um, we're going to be,
2: I forgot what are we do
0: tomorrow. Tomorrow we're <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah
2: visiting the church plant in Poas and visiting the people over there. And then tomorrow evening, we're going to participate in a life group. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll do a planning session in the afternoon shoot some video that's right yep. yeah so actually tomorrow's a pretty big day tomorrow's
0: packed yeah that's packed full of stuff so tomorrow oh okay
2: well we're gonna okay. visit okay. the shop. beard cut <laughs> trim i don't want him to put the shoe polish in it though <laughs> yeah it'll make, it it'll make me look like a clown <laughs> this this is what i look like <laughs> Yes. All right. Hasta mañana. No Name Podcast out.